Tell me who you walk with, and I will tell you who you are. This is a popular saying in Cuba, my home country. Tell me who you walk with, and I will tell you who you are. I remember when I was a kid in Cuba, people always used that popular saying, uh, and as a kid, I took that as a warning to watch out for the people I related to. I was supposed to choose wi wisely who I was relating to because I could be taken for one of them. Tell me who you walk with and I will tell you who you are was a way to say that certain behaviors were kind of contagious, especially those considered negative or reprehensible. And during my childhood, I was very careful about the people I was around. No strangers, no people of color, with the exception of my closest friends at school, no religious people, typically in a communist country, and no gay people. It was dangerous we had in our minds to relate con ese tipo de personas, with this kind of people. So when I became a teenager, I was really confused because I did the right thing. I was careful about the people I work with. So I couldn't understand why I was, it was so clear to me that I was uh, a gay person. I mean, I did not cheat at all. I followed the popular saying, I followed the rules, but it just didn't work. So I tell this personal story because it was the first thing that came to my mind when I read the gospel today. A similar thing happened with these disciples when they were told, why does your teacher eat with such people? Be careful, because if you walk, if you eat with these people, maybe you are one of them. Tell me who you walk with, and I will tell you who you are. Tell me who you eat with, and I will tell you who you are. There were many legal, legal and religious justifications for the Pharisees to think like this. First, the tax collectors were considered traitors and greedy people in deep connections with the Roman Empire. And if we continue with the story of the gospel today, touching a woman, a person bleeding, or a dead corpse were considered all sources of religious impurity and condemnation. The disciples knew about this. Jesus knew about this. They grew up being told once and again, tell me who you eat with and I will tell you who you are. Jesus knows and he didn't think twice to sit with tax collectors and sinners to heal a sick woman or to touch the lifeless body of the leader's daughter. Jesus knows who he is and what his mission is, 
Jesus knows who really needs God's grace. He knows that the greed of the tax collectors is not contagious. It is just a choice. He knows that the purity code of the temple is enacted to exclude and to segregate. Jesus knows that compassion and mercy and kindness are God's ways and that God is not afraid for a real incarnation in the suffering, messy, diverse, and sometimes difficult reality of humanity. Jesus knows that his mission is more authentic as the Son of God when he connects with his neighbors in love and mercy. Jesus knows that the Father will not stop being God when he's fully present in our human lives. Who do you walk with? Who do you eat with? Who sits at your table? Who are you? Jesus eats with us, and more than that, Jesus shares himself to us around the common table. He is the host, and he is the food. And nothing in, all, in us will make Jesus leave us alone at the table. And most importantly, when we and Jesus meet at the altar table, it is us and not Jesus who suffered the transformation. It is us and not Jesus who can say, because we ate at this table, we are being transformed by him like him into a more welcoming, accepting, and Jesus-like individuals and community. Tell me who, do, who you eat with, and I will tell you who you are. We can tell everybody that because we ate with Jesus, because we ate Jesus' body and blood, we are who we are. We are God's people. We are the body of Christ. So we as a church have an invitation today and always to open our practices of communion and invite others, especially those who are not like us, into the body of Christ. We are invited by God to sit and eat with Jesus and be transformed by Jesus in ways we do not expect or think possible. We have the opportunity to open our lives and identities to be defined by our real host, Jesus himself, who is always opening the doors, making a seat available, and creating space for everybody to be nurtured and transformed and loved. Who do you walk with? Who do you eat with? Who sits at your table? Who are you? Amen.